0: Hi, this is the Civil Engineer Podcast. Now me, Abdurrahman Ataf and Dr. Ghanem Kashwani. We are doing the Civil Engineer Podcast that we're going to talk about the benefit about the Civil Injury, and with the fight. we're going to fight the Civil Injury, we're going to do the best we can do, and I hope you're going to like it. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode will be to the client and to the engineer also but to the client specifically and this time we're going to speak about the tintering and contraction most of the tinter and contract here is done by the fitek 1987 which is reprinted in 1988 and there's a one version reprinted 1992 it's a fourth separate contract in the middle east especially in the gcc and uae region what do you think Ghanem, about it
1: uh, thanks, out of to mention this topic. I believe uh, the contract is one of the main uh, important topics that uh, we should note as a civil engineer. Because as you can see that the court, there is many um, cases that we have and argument and due to the contract and due to the lack of awareness of the importance of the contract. So I think a civil engineer they really need to have... Um, A good information and background about the contract, you mentioned FIDIC, we have the yellow book, the green book, and even if you are a structural engineer, you are technical, you are material or geotechnical, yet you need to have um, strong and robust uh, background about the contract and the clauses, because in the end of the day, it is the roadmap that will help you to deliver uh, your product as an engineer in the field.
0: I agree with you, Ghanem,
1: it's code, especially it will go first to the physical contract because if you go to the civil,
0: because the physical is well structured and developed and people should get aware about the contract, how to originate. And they can take an example. There are many types like RERA and other type of contract, but you go with the well famous. And the world famous contract here is the FETEC. Actually, there are many steps first. First, before the contract, there will be a tendering stage. The tender is about about a bidding to the contractor and how to do the project as per contract and drawing and as per quantity. Well, at the beginning, the contractor has to do some estimation of the project. When you have to do the estimation, he has to to take the material takeoff. Well, there are many ways to... Calculate the material takeoff. First of all, about that, calculating the material. Calculating the material, which is actually done by minister. The simple one is just by AutoCAD. Some people just calculate the area and size and dimension, which some people sometimes get it from article and structure engineer. But you have to be careful from that, because people make a mistake. You have to verify by own you by you. There are advanced methods like that, method that BIM now, if you use them, it will be easier. But most of the people are not using BIM here, so they are going by the AutoCAD way, where you mentioned the quantity and just plug it in. But you have to verify it because many times it becomes, there are mistakes sometimes, discrepancy. And also you have to check the drawing and specification because it's based on the tender sometimes has, and you have to go for, sometimes the specification is more important than the drawing because this is a common mistake most people make here in the Middle East. They go drawing and they will overlook the specification, but always you have to look at the specification fees. And there is a tender. After that, you have, a contractor has the evaluation. What do you think about the evaluation, random?
1: Well, you know, unfortunately, many of the companies here you think uh, the cheapest then I go to this is what the stereotype if it is the cheapest I will select it and uh, it's not the case anymore you know uh, uh, you need to consider other important element we talk about HSC safety the quality and uh, a part of this um, now I think the new relief or the new area of contract evaluation in my opinion it will be the artificial intelligence or the digitizing element because once I have digitizing element it means more uh, more security, um, more safety, and more uh, implementation and better monitoring. So if I uh, go a project that it has BIM application, uh, me as an owner, I'll feel more confident because I can monitor the project 24-7. So the, the criteria of evaluation now is changing. And it's not only about the final cost. Cost is important, yet quality, safety, and artificial intelligence. I think these new um, uh, features will play a critical role.
0: Yeah, I agree with you that, but that will be too advanced now for a small contractor to do it. Actually, for me, if I wanted to, I agree with you, some clients, they go only on the cheap and they are looking at the unsiever schedule and they overlook the quality. Because I understand the business, but for but you have to also to look for the quality. And any management factor, you have to go what called the triangle of the project. Cost, time, quality and safety. Now they are adding sustainability now, and the project could be in the middle. When you stretch one part, you're going to reduce from the other part. Like if you reduce more on the cost, you will have a threat over the quality. And also one more thing, more of the client and engineer have to go to the site and check what contractor is doing in these previous sites. Because sometimes the contractor, they don't have that quality or they're not capable. You have always to check and research about your previous contractor. And also, you have to check what he is submitting for the tender because sometimes some contractor are going away down. And if you see their technical evaluation, it's nothing. You have also to be careful because I believe some, you know, the client will sometimes will have some agreement with the contractor, and this also affects the performance. Always consider the contractor a third party entity. So, Ghanem, what about the contract? What do you think about it like after tendering,
1: You know, um, now in UK, they have something called uh, between the owner and contractor, it's called another third party. Yeah, it's like it called contract advice advisor so it just advise you about all the things that you need to do it. and uh, as you said the contract it is not only about the tendering phase because the contract even after the delivery it is a whole journey and each phase it has its own um, clause it has own uh, requirement so for example even if you deliver a project and uh, after for example after a while you find you have some maintenance defect as per contract you can go back to the contractor and you uh, ask him to fix it or to repay you or something so the contract um we need to highlight this that the contract is not only about tendering; it's much more than tendering. again we have the stereotype after i finish the tendering, i finish with the contract if i have no contract is a continuous process that you need to be even after the delivery of the project.
0: There are similar here, they are doing this with the tender, even, not even the QS, we call them either Knight Representative or either a BMC. BMC is more detailed, where the BMC is doing not only commercial and technical, but we have what's called Knight Representative, where they are familiar with, the, with their BMs or project manager, they are familiar with the contract and commercial and technical. And they are advising the client what to do, what to not to do. But the client has to take decision. But the BMC has to take decision representative of the client. That's the difference between BMC and client representative. But yes, I agree with you. Although the contract has not only to go to the, only the tender and that's it. That you have to check all the impact and you have to do open contract assessment. Most of the people, they don't, they don't check about the contract assessment. Because, for example, if something happens, what to do? What not to do? Otherwise, we don't go. To, we don't want to go to arbitrage.
1: Yeah, we have, the, we, have, we have here a lot in Dubai this arbitration and, uh, you know, sometimes the court, as you mentioned, the civil court, they need an um, expert people and they have actually you know, nowadays there is a talk between uh, like um, here in Dubai court and the society of engineers that uh, if you have any experts that can help us with that, because as you mentioned, we don't have a lot of people who had the experience. And uh, I think out of, uh, because I'm more on the academic side, you can give us some um, the main issue that why people... They go to arbitration you know in contract with the main issue why we have a lot like I hear that among 10 projects more than uh, like 5 to 6 projects will end up in the court here and it is a huge number and if you could explain for us the reason and the set of contracts how we can do it in the right manner that we avoid this? Uh, I mean, the audience will be interesting about that.
0: Because uh, basically, it's because of the business. Everyone want to take his right, and everyone wants to those a liability to the other party. This is why I can sit it in a simple, simple way. And actually, moreover, most of the contract, most of the contract is done unrealistically. For example, the contract, the client will try to choose the cheapest contract, and the contractor know that, and he will sign, but he will make a holes. Sometimes there are missing items in the contract. Sometimes there are the improper assessments of the contract. For example, there are many contract where the client would try to do not a value engineer, they'll try to do cut cost savings. Then when you go to the construction, you discover it's not in the contract. And there would be a variation. And and the other one, the other word where most of the dispute and arbitrary is for delays. Because, you know, delays is money in the contract. And unfortunately, most of the contract the time are unrealistic. This is for sure. Time is very unrealistic. For example, some clients will take two-year project in one year they want it. This, of course, would cause delays. And the contractor also, I have to tell you, contractor are smart. They are not stupid. They know that, so they will put some, you know, some loophole, and they get to shut. You know, there is a clause with called extension of time, and you know, the arbitrage start going on. And one more thing, because of COVID-19, recently last year. Because COVID-19 was a pandemic that no one knew about it, let's so speak earlier. And happened a lot of people, you know, got delayed because there is no material. It's direct social distancing and so on. And so, so many people go, went to arbitrage.
1: Yes, somehow it is interesting because nobody, I mean, sometimes in the contract we have act of gods clause. But how we can amid the pandemic and... Uh... I don't know. I mean, do you have an idea? Because I was thinking about it, you know. There's nobody's fault. Uh, it is kind of act of gods, but it is not mentioned in any risk assessment. So somehow it is interesting for me to see how they will uh, resolve this construction dispute between them. Well,
0: actually, it's a quite tricky one. You have to check what before the pandemic, where you are, first of all. Do you, are you delayed before the pandemic or no? Because unfortunately, many contractors are delayed before the pandemic and the pandemic came and they just, you know, as for exchange that they were raised and this is out of my hand. But in my opinion, you should check first of all, where you are before the pandemic. Because the COVID-19, what I can say is amplifier. It's not, uh, it's not a mere cause sometimes, many of the time. Then you have, to shift, you have to go to the pandemic. But it's tricky. Because in the FITEC, it's not, it's not directly mentioned about anything about the FITIC. There is no direct clause. There is a for epidemic, but there is no in the pandemic. There are force majeure clauses and this stuff, but sometimes it's difficult to prove it. The force majeure clauses.
1: So, so out out of if you can tell of us uh, before we conclude the set of contract that if the now the the audience they want what the typical set of contract that they need to go to, to avoid any uh, unpleasant event, any uh, you know dispute. So, if you can explain the set of the contract before we conclude uh, our episode.
0: Well, first of all, you know here's the major one is the FedEx, Basically, I tell you, quote fidak. Ah, this is here in the GCC. Mm-hmm. Because here mainly the contract are FedEx here. But sometimes what to do, some client will change the clause. You know, if you see any contract this lender, this day, they will tell you this this clause has been done by 19 1987, represented 1992. Uh, but there are measures, some some clauses have been changed. Some of the clients will change this clause for his favor. But we should include this time, uh, this time, for example, we should include the pandemics. And I think the new the new fix, there'll be something regarding the pandemics because no one has make about it. And also, we should know what contractor you are choosing. This is the most important thing. I understand everyone wants to go for a competitive contractor, but don't go, go only for a ship contractor. See what's his ability, what's his capability. You don't want to contract with someone, you go with a ship price, then he cannot stuck you in the middle of the road. It happened many times. Mm-hmm. And the most important thing, Check your contract and send it to a third party. What you said. We call them sometimes BMC, sometimes the client representative to review the contract and to risk assessment for the contract. Most of the people they don't, or sometimes there is many, uh, there are many companies with chartered of RICS, you can send it to them, or they are specialized in law, or there are some companies specialized in law. You can send them the contract and let them check the legal aspect. Because at the end, the contract is important. And there is one point I want to discuss, which is <laughs> I saw it many times here, unfortunately. Many of the contractor. They have some, unfortunately, they have some relation or some connection with the like, client. I saw that in one project where the contractor is the son and the client is the father, and they didn't push any contract between them. Come on. Like, you have to put a contract because a contract will save everyone, right? And it went a uh, big dispute.
1: Yeah. So, out of, you know, like, uh, in my conclusion for this episode, that uh, I think I have this the following recommendation that I think that uh, we need more centralized for the contract on construction. Like we need a uh, government authority that they have a template that can distribute to all the contract and the type of the co- uh, construction. So we have more regulation for the contract because I believe we, we waste a lot of energy and effort and money in the court. So if we have a template and we can use advanced technology, for example, uh, there was a big talk uh, on using the blockchain technology because blockchain is very uh, traceable. And everybody can see everything, so you don't need to uh, uh, to go to investigation and waste a lot of time. So, this is what the academia world they are uh, suggesting in the contracting world that we have more governance and using AI of uh, our finance technical like block. So, this is you know, out of from my end, this is my conclusion that these two areas is um, mm-hmm. very worth to investigate and research. Any final thoughts from your
0: side? Else? Well, actually, I want to tell you about that first, cutting centralized contract, there is centralized contract, Correra in dubai even in dubai here they are using for some government government project they're using a contract depends by non-department This rare contract an unified contract and regarding blockchain i agree with you there is a, even there is here one company they are doing blockchain for contract then in dubai there is one company specializing that to start doing that and my finance suit what about it guys about the contract they want to discuss store this time i put a speak pipe you, and I will put it in the show notes, Will you just click and record, just record your voice immediately and send it to us immediately. I know most of you are lazy to type, you know, and comment and type in there. some in the typing area platforms. So you can just record there and just send it to us. And if you want, I will mention my email there. You can send us an email or you can see us in all the platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google, or Spotify, you can comment there. Or our social media platform, just on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and so on. So thank you guys and wishing you the best. Take care to wrap it up this episode, hopefully you're gonna like it. I wish you that was and good luck and see you in another episode. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. See you. you
1: guys, have a good, good day and good night. Thank you. Good night.